Welcome to a new episode of NY Jets Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, the Jets Fans Podcast, as we come to y'all with a new episode. We are eight days away from the draft and finally figuring out what's going on. There's much to talk about right now. From now till next week, it's a lot to talk about. But as for right now, man, it's, it's getting crazy. It's heating up right now. What's going on, Kyle? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm doing good, bro. Um, like I said, just uh, waiting for this countdown for the for the draft to start. Like um, I said, I told you, you know, earlier, I've been having some issues trying to get through a mock draft. You know, I'm just having <laughs> so many mixed thoughts about which directions we should go right now. But um, no, I, I'm I'm gonna get it together and, and at least re- release one. <laughs> one good one that yeah. I feel comfortable with. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I feel like I feel like we'll we'll do maybe um our our top 10 or whatever next week. Um we haven't done a mock draft due to the media giving up a mock draft every once a week, you know, and but we'll we'll definitely do ours and you know we'll see who's the most right in, in that situation. Um, I know we did a good job last year with the with the draft, you know, with our mock draft, which was very interesting. But either way, um, forget all that. Let's talk about some Jets talk. Um, Jets signed their four exclusive rights, free agents to contracts. Um, Geetry, which is a good signing for us. Um, Elijah Riley, Jeff Smith, and Tim Ward. Um, how you how you felt about the signings, Kyle? Um, definitely, as I said, I, I like the fact that they brought him back, you know, um, especially to me, I like, um, Jalen Guidry. Like I, I thought he did pretty well for us, um, the year before in that slot position, you know, they've been playing around with him and, you know, adding the, the, the rookies and, and getting them into the slot, which, you know, to me, I think hurt us in a couple of games, you know, particularly uh, looking back at the, like the Atlanta game. You know, when they had Michael Carter trying to guard um, Pitts, you know, man to man, which is, you, you, I don't know who came up with that idea, but it was the dumbest thing ever. Right. <laughs> so, like I said, I, I like the way he plays. He's like, he's a really speed guy. So he's definitely one guy that I like. And um, Riley definitely, um, you know, showed some promise, you know, and um, when we had some injuries in the secondary and the safety you know, position, especially when Marcus May went down, you know, he, he had contributed, you know, positively. Um, Smith as well, you know, Smith is one of those guys, speed guys, um, wide receiver guys that did some things. Um, you know, Ward didn't do so much, but, you know, uh, to that, we had a lot of injuries last year. So to me, I think the, the potential of our defense was nowhere close to being met. So it'll right. be, um, good to see, uh, you know, with us coming back and being as, you know, as healthy as possible. I mean, at least all of the guys, all four of these guys um, contributed, you know, during the uh, last season. So, you know, it just feels, it just feels right to, you know, to do that, even if some of them was, was to be on the practice squad per se, you know, um, at least, at least, you know, we, at least we have those guys back. So, that's good for them, and um, congratulations to them. Um, the Jets signed Vinny Curry. Uh, I think it was a one-year deal. I'm not too sure, but uh, what Vinny? I know Vinny Curry's on his eleventh year, 
Um, what what you think he could bring to that defensive line? Well, he's a, definitely a body, um, you know, to add to the to the rotation. And it was unfortunate that we didn't really get a chance to see him last year. So I guess I think you know bringing him back is you know we'll we'll get that opportunity this round. Yeah, and I just think that also that with with him being with the team, we need more bodies. Um, I know, I know. You know, I <laughs> I wasn't going to you know blow the spot up because I know you got you got some uh some take on the uh the drafting with the with the D tackles. <laughs> like I said, I, I I have my philosophies about what what we should do, but you know, it's there's definitely a a general consensus out there based on you know the what all the 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 big wigs are saying. You know what I mean? So. I know I have an uphill battle in my theory. <laughs> right. now, and I don't blame you on that one. But just like I said, it's another body for us because um, we should have Carl Lawson back. Um, we still got uh, Franklin Myers and we have Quentin Williams and uh, we got Nathan Shepard, you know. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully Curry can stay healthy and, and we'll see him out there on that field. Um, yeah, Derek, uh, Derek Stingley. Junior, um, he visited the Jets. I thought that was very interesting because, you know, what if the Jets don't draft sauce? Um, is it possible that we that that we're gonna be able to draft him? Because I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think he's going past maybe fifteen per se, or maybe twenty. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say I'm a little worried about drafting him. Um, I know right. he had uh a crazy rookie year. Yes. But um to me, uh I think like just thinking if I'm not mistaken, he was supposed to come out um last year. Mm-hmm. But um you know I guess he, he went back in and with that he I don't think he was you know looked at even possibly being you know, uh, first, second, or third round pick back then. So, uh, I, like I said, he's 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 a little question marky for me, especially you know, also think about the injury. Right, and and uh, what's the name that? And also, he's coming from uh, suffering a tall ligament in his left foot. So, so, and I know he had surgery back in a you know back in uh September 26th last year. Um so it's going to be very tough for him. So uh, I think it's kind of a risk because I think he was injured both seasons his uh junior and his sophomore year if I recall, but his rookie season he was woo. You know the man was <laughs> the man was on fire, you know. And um I think I think it's going to be a gamble, but I I could see him, you know, um going to the like going getting getting drafted by the Vikings or maybe another team, but less of less of teams are really worried about him. Then he could potentially be a still something like uh, Bryce Hall. And I know Hall's uh, injury was something different, but Hall is looking you know decent for us right now. You know, so I think you know we'll see what happens. You know, the draft is crazy, Kyle. Yeah, but I would say if if. If it was a situation like that, like mm-hmm. where we can get a Stingley with the 
like a third round pick because of the whole injury, then absolutely by all means. But right. I can't be spending, you know, or using a top a top ten pick for him. I think I just think it's too risky. It, it reminds me of the whole D Millionaire thing. Right. <laughs> I understand. And you know, and instead, you know, I, I do I do love Sauce Gardner. Um I know no people not trying to hear that. Need a edge, need a edge, need a edge, but I'm kinda not I'm kinda I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda not big on on edge for the fourth pick. And this is just my opinion, you know. Um, even though we just signed DJ Reed and we have Hall, like I still would like to have that that corner sauce because he could be that number one guy for us. And even though Reed, you know, even though Reed we signed him, I I don't. I think he could. You know, Reed could be that number two guy or the number one for now until Sauce. You know, get a couple of years in him. But you know, don't 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 shoot the messenger. <laughs> you know. So yeah. Um, Colts signed Stephon Gilmore to a two year deal. I, this is very surprising to me, Kyle. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would never expected that. I would thought maybe he was signed with the Bills you know, for leverage, but, um, what's, what's your take on the, uh, deal? Um, I think that, you know, that was a, a good signing for them and you got to think about where the Colts are, yeah. you know, they were a game away from the playoffs last year. And one of their, their strong spots was their defense. So mm. adding someone like him to me, I think it's just a plus and that'll help them, you know, to maybe get a little bit further. Right, but also, you know, it wasn't just the defense. It was that that damn uh, Wentz, you know, <laughs> and hopefully they'll be able to do something better with Matt Ryan now that he got that, you know, the running back, and he also got a a, a good offensive line to uh, to help him be protected. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, I said they 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 have a young core um, wideouts like with you know with with Pittman and stuff. So mm-hmm. that should be definitely. Um, definitely uh an upgrade in terms of just how they perform from last year yeah i mean at least they get at least they got they they kind of got their refund back with uh with trading once you know <laughs> with trading them yeah. to the commanders it seems like even though he uh when he traded for Wentz, it seemed like he gave a lot of but it seemed like he got back the same amount you know, so I feel like it's no love lost for for uh, the Colts. They they just figure they know how to make these deals happen. Something like JD. So you know, it's it's good. It's good for it's good. It's good for the uh for the Colts, and I can't wait to see what they do at the draft because it's going to be very interesting. So, hey, that, nah, what you say? No, I was like, definitely. I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Not just that, also uh Sammy Watkins signed with the Packers. Um, I think even though they lost Devontae Adams, I feel like Sammy Watkins um veteran presence will be something good for the Packers, you know, and because he'll see how Rogers is. I think this might be the season that Watkins will stay healthy and he'll be that number one guy for them. Might be might be wrong, but I'm just saying, you know. Um, he, well, at this point with the people that Green Bay has lost, like it's going to have to be something for them, you know, because, um, I think they lost, uh, at least three of their receivers. Yeah. So 
definitely, uh, definitely they're going to have to, um, you know, maybe definitely add someone in the draft, you know, to, to compliment um, Sammy, you know, so, but yeah, I definitely think that he can, um, he can be a, a, a productive guy, you know, especially with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Right. I mean, unless if you think um, Lazard's going to be his number one receiver, then, you know, Cobb, because Cobb is still going to play the um, the slot. Even right. though he's an older guy, he's going to play that slot. You know, Sammy Watkins might be a one or a two. So, I, but I won't be surprised if the Packers draft the wide receiver, which I, I think will be a good idea for them. Just, you know, just in my opinion. Well, I, I would think so, too. They've been looking... You know, you know, people have been saying that they haven't drafted one at least first round since ever. But you, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers there, you know, to, to give him some help. So maybe, right. maybe this, might, this, maybe this year is when they, they, you know, decide to, um, you know, spend that draft capital in that area. It's just weird how how the Packers has been you know drafting the last few years and it has us scratching our head, especially the Jordan Love uh, draft, <laughs> especially when they drafted Jordan Love. I thought it was just crazy. Yeah, that's still something that I don't know people are going to probably be scratching their head about, you know. <laughs> um, but right, exactly. That's what I'm telling you. That's what makes it so weird. That's what really makes it weird for me. Um, and and speaking of, uh, before we get into your uh, your top players um, for the defensive side for the draft for the upcoming draft, Kyle um, Seahawks ended up signing Geno Smith to a one year seven million deal, and they said they that he has a chance to push for starter reps and and more this offseason. Um, if the Seahawks don't draft a quarterback, what the what the hell are they doing? Uh, tanking. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only thing I can think of, you know, uh, you know, definitely, you know, Gino has showed that he, he can be a decent backup. So I'm not too, uh, you know, surprised at that, uh, at that, uh, that signing, especially for seven mil, that's pretty decent for a, a veteran guy. You know what I mean? That, that was able to win. I think like a game or two for them. Right. When, when right. He was in, but uh, at this point, who 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 is going to be starting between him and Drew Locke? It's just, it's just feel like there's a dead end with, with both of them, you know? Yeah. I never – you already know how I felt about, about Locke, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought they was going to go – Denver was going to go anywhere with him, so. I don't damn sure don't think Seattle is so. Right, I just I just didn't expect things to happen the way how it happened, but it it just happens that way, and it's really critical. So, yeah, we'll definitely see see uh when we uh see see more of this and know more about that that QB battle. We'll definitely let y'all know. And um, now that we got all of that out the way, um, Kyle. You take the floor, your five, your five defensive picks, man. What's what's going on? Let us know. All right. Um, we're gonna start off with the you know defensive line. And I'll say one of my favorites right now, you know, his stock 
from what I hear is going up, you know, in the draft. And that's um, uh, Jordan Davis out of um, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I said, this is a guy um, that made a couple of waves, you know, at the combine with his, with his speed. Cause um, he's a six, six, uh, 200 and I think 200, I mean, not 200, 300 and a 60 pound guy. And he ran a four, eight forty at the combine. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, something to, to, to definitely um, consider when you, when you're talking about uh, someone of his size, being able to move that quickly you know, on defense. So like he's someone also that, you know, me particularly would would like the Jets to, you know, to draft at some point. I don't know how they would, you know, get him because I don't think, I don't think, you know, drafting him at at 10 would would be the, uh, you know, a wise decision. You know, I don't think that's, we can get a better value um, at that pick. But if we was able to trade down somehow and like maybe get um, the two picks from uh, the Eagles or the two picks from the Saints, that that to me, where you, if you can get him at the, the 15, 16 or 18, 19 mark, I think that would be um, ideal landing spot to, to, to spend draft pick on him right and also uh before you uh continue kyle i think the saints are willing to trade both of them first round picks to move up because imagine the lions actually draft the quarterback which has been on them which has been hot hot take you know and if they draft a quarterback, I think it will shock a lot of people it will piss jerry off for sure but <laughs> but Imagine them just drafting the quarterback with the number two pick. That means that the drafting game has, has changed. Yeah, that that definitely would um shake up things a bit because then that means uh there's a chance that a defensive um edge or uh you know a potential uh a DB mm-hmm. would be available. <laughs> So right. yeah, if they went quarterback, that that changes up the dynamic of how the the draft would um play out. Yeah. So so was that is this either that or I heard Kyle Hamilton uh, visit Detroit too. So it is I I don't know. I when we do our mock draft, when we do our actual mock draft uh early next week before you know a couple of days before the draft, I think. It's going to be real interesting how we do it because I know Kyle is still doing his and I'm <laughs> and I'm sitting there a little confused about mine as well. But I think it's going to be very interesting how we do our uh, mock draft. But go right ahead, Kyle. You can you can you can finish it up. Yeah, I would say moving on to uh, moving on to the uh, the outside guys. Um, there's definitely. It's definitely uh, quite a few guys that I like. Um, you know, you have the big names in Tibbs and, and Hutchinson and, you know, another name that's been coming up uh, 
recently Jermaine Johnson the second. Um, but for me, based on like what the Jets have and what the um, you know, in terms of picks and stuff, I would prefer to use um one of our second round picks for uh a edge and one of the guys that um I'm really I really like is his name is uh, Arnold um, Ebiketti. Um, they call him AK, mm-hmm. and he's from Penn State. He's a 6'5", 255, I think 250 or 255 pound edge. Mm-hmm. And I just like, you know, his game. He has pretty much, to me, he has like a complete um, pass rushing type game, and he plays the run pretty well. So that's that's definitely a plus. Right. Um, moving over to the 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 linebacker side, uh, a person that you know I've heard people are um, they're talking about some some positively, some negative. Some think that he's going to go too high in the draft, and others think that you know he might be a steal of the draft, and that's um. Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from um, Utah. Mm. Yeah, he's he's like a 6'3", uh, like 230-pound uh, linebacker that, to me, has all the essentials. You know what I mean? He's able to play to run well. He's able to drop back in coverage, um, you know, and he's pretty fast. Yeah. So, you know, um, I wouldn't mind the Jets getting him, but I would understand if they don't because uh, even though linebackers are, um, you know, is, is a need for us, the the way he would go would be pretty high. Like they're talking about possibly a mid mid round first round pick for him. Oh yeah, he'd be going down. <laughs> right. So. Um, Especially with us having a, you know, we pretty much have two, two linebackers set, and then with the way the league is going, you know, we're probably going to be playing a lot of nickel, you know, type coverages. Especially with, you know, you think about our division with um, with Buffalo having the the wide receivers that they have, you know, so um. Like I definitely think that we do need linebackers, but we're 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 not looking. Probably wouldn't be looking to get one until maybe like third round. Mm, right, that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Um, and as far as the the secondary, I would break it up into corners and safety because there's two that I I particularly like. Um, I you know I absolutely love Sauce. Yes, you know I mean? absolutely love sauce and understanding what he was able to do in um in college with um you know three years of playing and not giving up a touchdown that's pretty impressive i don't care <laughs> who right. his competition is you know what i mean yes <laughs> that, that's definitely something to talk about and you know i know i mentioned him before in terms of who he uh who you kind of reminds me of in terms of playing style, which was um, which was uh Antonio Cromartie, like his body length and stuff. Like he 
kind of run similarly, like they're, they're tall, rangy uh, corners that, right. you know, that, uh, that they're saying. And even it's funny because there was someone else that actually even made the comparison when they were talking about him, you know, to Cromartie. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I guess I was a little, you know, someone else thinks the same, you know? Um, but there's one person I do want to talk about from the corner that if we don't, if we miss out on sauce that I would love for them to pick up. Um, and it's the, the corner from, from Oregon. Mm. His name, uh, I have his name right here. It's, um, Jalen, um, Jalen Petrie. Oh yeah, and, I've been hearing his name the uh, second round for like at least the second round. Yeah, he's someone that I think that if we do miss out on Sauce, that we need to make sure that we get because of his versatility. He's played multiple um, multiple positions, whether it be corner, slot, you know, in the box. Like he's someone that you can really just put in and you know have him all over the field. So he's this is someone that. I think that we should definitely look at if, um, you know, sauce doesn't uh, end up with us. Right. And as far as safety, uh, yeah, it's it's the you know the the, the man the the myth <laughs> the, the the unicorn, which is um Kyle Hamilton. You know, this guy, six four two twenty plays both the the plays both the the run and the pass well you know and you know they're talking about you know him being you know a uh, one of a kind talent so he and and I've seen it you know just looking at some of his highlights and stuff like that I I I'm on board with that you know with that notion wow. that he's going to be that be that guy yeah, that's that's what it is. Cause I was looking at Kyle Hamilton at first, but then they made it seem like he had a bad uh what was a combine. Um I don't know about his pro day per se, but yeah, um they made it seem like like yeah, his film looked good, but his pro day or his combine didn't look good. So I don't know. But yeah, I, I definitely was looking at Hamilton as well. And um yeah, thank thank you, Kyle. Cause you know, I know it takes a lot of work work out of you from to do this. So yeah, we you know, I appreciate you doing this. Um, and last but not least, before we get up out of here, uh the Debo Samuel trade the, the him he asked to he asked to get traded. This market is hot right now. Um, what's it going what 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 would it take? Because I know John Lynch is a is a smart GM. So what's it gonna take for uh Debo Samuels to get traded and also what would his uh this market look like as in um you know a, a sign and trade yeah that's that's a, this is going to be an interesting one because he he's been used in so many facets with um San Francisco you know uh whether it be as a wide receiver you know also playing a little bit of running back, which from what I'm hearing is one of the reasons why he was looking to get out of San Francisco because 
He, I think he's. It's been said that he solely wants to be a wide receiver. Which I don't blame him. All right, so that's where I think his market gets muddied because how are you looking to pay him, or you know, or look to compensate for him when his productivity has been doing both, but you're only look. He's only looking to do one. So mm. how do you? You know, how do you gauge that now? Right. That should be something that uh I said that I think you know teams and GMs are going to argue, you know what I mean? Because right. he's made his bread and butter on doing both. That's then either Scanny also coming out of a career year, 77 catches. Um, 1405 yards, receiving yards, and six touchdowns. So I don't blame him at all for wanting to be a wide receiver. Um, six foot, 215, very fast. Um, <laughs> very fast and definitely could be a cornerstone. So what's this going to take to get him traded? Oof. I know John Lynch. Like, John, John Lynch has always been on the road with trying to – get things when get when you know when it's time to get things done i think what they problem is right now is that with garoppolo wanting to be traded i think garoppolo is going to be with san francisco you know when the season start because there's no there's there's no you know there's really no no you know what i'm saying no team that wants him unless if it's the seahawks and i don't even see that happening so they still have to take care of garoppolo you know, before they even take care of Samuels, in my opinion, but if they got to take care of Samuels first and they, they get like a first round and maybe a, a fourth or a third, whatever it is, then yeah, you know, and I think he, and I think he would like to get paid in like the twenties, you know? So it, this is tough, Kyle, because we, because not only Garoppolo wants to be traded and I think he in a stuck situation, but I think Baker, Baker Mayfield was stuck too. Yeah, and I think having both of them be available kind of screws up each other's market. <laughs> I I agree with you. I agree with you because the Panthers done done traded a lot of damn picks, done traded a lot of damn picks, and they rarely have anything. So I think the Panthers is going to go draft the quarterback. I think they're going to go go a quarterback route, you know, instead of just trying to trade for one of those guys. Yeah, because at that point you get the the benefit of the contract if you draft one, you know, of paying them pretty low for the first uh, four to five years, you know. So right, depending on how how well they do. So, it to me, I think it would benefit them to uh, to, to to draft instead of um uh instead of looking to uh do some sort of trade for, for a veteran guy. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy to me because both of them guys are really stuck in this, in a sticky situation, especially on like a last year of a contract. Like this is, this is going to be real interesting to see what happens in the draft for next, for next week, because, you know, it's, it's starting and yeah, that's when the real games begin. 
you know, it's going to be some some GMs upset and there's going to be some GMs that's going to be happy. Hopefully, JD is the one that, that keeps his fans happy because that's what we need. Yeah, so he's he's been doing pretty well when it comes to these these trades, you know what I mean? So yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. So I'm hoping something something does along the line happen. I mean, if the Jets end up getting three first round picks and ended up getting, you know, getting getting also Tyler Linnebaum, um, the center, and be and then get them have to get rid of Montgomery, and like I feel like our line is like close to complete to actually be a, a hell of a decent line, you know? All right. Honestly, so, though, I, hmm. I would think even if they were to get, um, even if they were to get Lindenbaum, I actually wouldn't outright um, get rid of McGovern. And the only reason why I say that is, is because you have a second year QB coming off a rough year, you know, right. you don't want to make, you probably won't want to make too many changes. Right. Him. Um, but I would definitely say they would look to maybe like restructure his, uh, his contract a bit so that um, they can free up some money because he's uh, counting, I think, 9 million against the cap. So and this is his last year of his contract, correct? Right. So if they cut him, they get back the whole nine million. So that's why I'm like for him, you know, they can meet somewhere in the middle for him to stay on and, and they can slowly bring in um Lindenbaum into the mix, you know. So uh right. like that's that's a scenario that I, I wouldn't be totally opposed to. So so the dream, so the dream draft for us is to get three three draft picks, three first rounders and not and not two, but if it is that that those two, then then you know, then that's the way how it is. But if if JD trades back, I just think that is he has to have a massive deal because JD has been ripping off, you know, some of these GMs. <laughs> so I think he'll have to be massive for him to trade that number ten. I don't think he's going to trade the number four pick unless if something really, 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 really good for him to say, you know what, y'all can have it, but. I can't wait, Kyle, you know, and then I think, and then we got our, you know, our actually, you know, draft picks and our little, little, little mock, mock draft, our only mock draft per se. So I think next episode is going to be real interesting. Yes, sir. Definitely. Yeah, I can't wait. But that's it for our episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. Also, we almost have 500 members on the group on Facebook, Just Fans Jets fans only. Um, search for NY Jets fans on the group. I know Kyle has been welcoming the new members with open arms, and I've been doing the same. Well, not been doing the same when I when I get around to it. But we do this for y'all every week. Yeah, I was gonna say one one more thing before we sign off because this this was a big thing. I, I totally forgot about this. Go for it. I ask you. Uh, I'll, I'll say it in two parts. Congrats to um, Denzel Ward for the contract that he got, you know, becoming one of the, the highest paid. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He did get paid big so time. My thing is, though, what do you think of that deal? <laughs> it changes the game, just like how it did for Tariq Hill's deal um, and Devontae Adams' deal. Uh, yeah. It just it just changed the whole game for, for the cornerbacks for the because 
the man signed the five-year $100 million with 71 million guaranteed. That is crazy. I don't know where Cleveland get all this money, Kyle. <laughs> they got all this money, but I feel like they're going to be in the hole for a while. And they and and in my opinion, Kyle, they have to win a Super Bowl in the next, I'm gonna say, two or three years, for it to make it look good. Yeah. If they yeah. don't imagine if they don't win nothing, Kyle, and they got Watson, all that money guaranteed, Denzel Ward, that big contract, then we can't forget about Miles Garrett. Yes, sir. So. Yeah, but I think it set I think it set the market for them cornerbacks real big. That's why I think DJ DJ Reed got the money that he got, you know, and it's not it's not a shade to him or anything. It's just like let's let's be for real here, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought it was a a, a big signing for them, but uh he's 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 been one of those dudes, you know, um not too much in the limelight like the the um uh Ramsey's you know yes and the you know the Xavier's mm-hmm. um but he's he's definitely among his peers looked at as one of one of those guys so I, I'm happy to see that you know that the organization was um willing to give him that type of money. Yeah now damn so wanted uh the Xavier and Howard too that's it's probably one of my best corners other than Ramsey, but yeah, but the Dolphins did the right thing. <laughs> the Dolphins did the right thing and making sure that contract is done because damn Lord Jesus, JD, you better pay that man. <laughs> but anyways, that that's it. That's it for our episode. Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, um, Facebook. Search NY Jets fans, the group, not the page. I'm going to be posting a couple of things on the page in the next few days to get that, get that, get that going. And also, any any fans wants to uh, collaborate or have any questions, you can um, send us an email at NY Jets fans podcast number one. NY Jets fans podcast one at gmail.com. Again, it's NY Jets fans podcast one at gmail.com. We do this for y'all every week until next 